0: Hi everybody!
1: Hi! <clears throat> oh, wow! My gosh. I wonder what's wrong in that throat.
0: I had a frog in my throat. <clears
1: throat>,
0: <clears throat> really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Let's not do that. Yeah, sit your ass down. The fuck.
1: Anyways, what's up, y'all? Where you been? What you doing? How
0: y'all doing? Anyway, um, we had a um, we were supposed to record Sunday. But we had a few Sunday. We had a we, lot of
1: snafus. I swear we recorded. Yeah, we tried time, Yeah, and it, it was just like
0: nothing was it's working not out. For
1: y'all tonight, okay? Don't so we do just it. had to
0: just give it a rest. And then yesterday, um, you know, I had some company over, and well, not some company. My parents came over. They stayed a little bit late. So by the time they were done. My father exhausts me. Every time I'm around him, he makes me... He got a little
1: tipsy, tipsy.
0: He gets me exhausted. So I just, like, by the time they left, I was tired. And I was like, you know what, I'm over this. I'm going to go to bed. But we're back at it again. And today we're going to try something different. Um, For those of you who are close to us, you know, we host game nights every now and then. And about... Well, sometime last year, we bought this game called Mentally Stimulate Me Online. It's a game created by, I, why the I The women ain't never name? wrong. Um, they Derek always
1: Jackson. Write, yes. Derek Jackson. That man. Yeah, that man.
0: And he created this game called Mentally Stimulate Me. And um, we played it, I think, twice. Yeah. Twice or three times. But the thing is, usually with our game nights, it's not co-ed. It's usually a lot of females here. I think we've had maybe three co-ed game nights. Yeah. So a game like that wouldn't really work with just and women? Because I feel like a lot of the times when we have game night, like we, the
1: intention is to play games. But what actually happened is
0: we drink. And we just talk shit. <laughs> and we have a lot of fun. And we talk shit. So if you the last game, game night, night, you should hit it up. The, wait, no, the, the one... I had my homeboy come from New York in January. That game night, we actually played Uno. We yeah. actually played a game. And then the last game night, we had several other game nights in between, but the last one where we actually played a game game was when we played drunk dominoes. Oh yeah,
1: was that, that the that Thanksgiving?
0: Was, yeah, that was that in April.
1: That, yeah, that game night was amazing. Drunk domino is not what you think it is. We're not slapping dominoes down. We're literally shuffling,
0: shuffling the them.
1: dominoes, and whoever has the most numbers in their hand, take a shot.
0: That and yeah, it's the that best domino. Yeah, it's so amazing. That's, you should that's try. what we we played. That was the last game we played. But um, yeah, so back to the game. We decided to select some random cards and just to discuss a little bit of what's on the card before we get into our main topic for the night. So, um the first card it says your partner has had way too much to drink and tells you they missed their ex. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Tell him the same thing.
1: That you miss your ex too? Yeah. But I feel like a drunk... I, I hate when people say a drunk a drunk person speak truth. Because it's like... Okay. I don't think me, that's accurate. You blame somebody for something they say while they were intoxicated? I believe more in actions. Unless... Now that he said that and now I'm hypersensitive to that... What do you do after that? Do you go through his phones, his phones? Because you know he probably got to. Mm-hmm. Um, do you go through social media, see messages? Like, what do you do with that information?
0: I, I feel like party done right then and there. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying because I'm guessing at that point he's drunk. At that point, so I'm guessing all all better off. We not we not drinking no more. The party's over. We just gonna have to sober up real quick. And I think I'm going to ask him the next day. I'm going to tell him so. I don't think I'm going to hold it. I I don't think I'm going to hold it against him per se. But I will ask him about it. I'll mention it to him the next day. Like, yo, you said such and such and such. What's that about? Because I can't even hold it.
1: nice. She said, what's that about?
0: I can't hold it. Here's the thing. Because I know I tend to talk shit all the time. I talk shit when I'm giddy, and this is when I'm completely sober. And I'm pretty sure when I'm drunk, I talk shit too. You do. So, it's easy to understand somebody, and, and a lot of times the shit I talk might not be true. I think 90% of the shit I I'm talk sorry, when I'm drunk is like, not true. but he wakes so, up
1: and he has a hangover, ain't no um hangover. So, my guy... You're missing some bitch.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: I don't even got to know old girl. I'm not even mad at old girl. Because she has nothing to do with this. She don't know that this nigga over here pining and fiending.
0: So you going to get in your feelings. You oh, gonna I'm going to get in
1: his feelings. Oh. I was like, so that's what we're doing.
0: We're over here we're missing. missing people. Let okay. me call her
1: real quick so y'all can
0: set up a lunch date. Since you missing. Wow. Nigga, you going to end up missing. It's not even that deep for me. It it's really not. Deep. It's really not. Because people get drunk and they talk shit. As long as he don't get drunk and do stupid shit, that's fine. But he could get drunk and talk shit all day. It wouldn't bother me because he's drunk. Anyway, the next question is, you're most attracted to a man slash woman that can A, cook or clean, B, defend you slash provide, C, be loyal, be transparent, or D, sex you well, inspire you.
1: Um. So the person that protects you can't
0: sex you. Like, <laughs> no. You only have the option to pick A, B, C, or D. So you need you most attracted to. Like Let's le, yeah yeah. Oh, most
1: attra- I'm most attracted to somebody that can protect me. I feel like for me, protection is everything because if I in no, my there's
0: head- not protection. There's the def- there's a cook or clean. B defend you slash provide.
1: Oh, defend and provide. Y'all know where I'm at.
0: Um Yeah, you stupid. You know what my answer is.
1: I know. No, you don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're talking we're talking all right, okay. Um I think I'm caught between C and D because transparency is everything to me. I wish I could mesh C and D. D, the first part of D and the last part of C would be it for me. Sex you well and be transparent. But I have to pick between the two. The thing is, I don't need somebody to inspire me. It's a bonus if they do, but I'm a self-motivator. That inspiration, I've been I've been fortunate enough to find inspiration from within. Exactly. So I don't need someone to really inspire me. It's great if you have that person on on the outside that you can say, you know, dang, I respect their hustle. The, the way they move is so inspiring. I, I like... Or I like the way they motivate me. I like the way... I, I can do that for myself. I don't need somebody to do that for mm-hmm. me. Um, So I would have to say C. Be loyal and be transparent. Why are you raising your hand like you in school?
1: I'm stretching. Oh. Lord, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> All right. So yeah, I'd say C. Be loyal and be transparent.
1: Provider and a protector. Because I feel like I say that so much. I feel like... Somebody would hear me say something else and be like, "Oh, but you said no." I will always want somebody that's a provider and a protector. And I think people feel they lose sense of providing is not only on a financial um thing for me. It's about providing me with a safe environment, a health, um, a very healthy, health, um, health uh, 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 very healthy. And that was so Caribbean, you hear yeah. it, right? Healthy, healthy. Yes. healthy. Very Jamaican. Um, A very healthy mental space. And I think I would need that in a relationship. Because I don't want to be with somebody that is negative. Because I have been depressed before, and I know that if you are negative towards me, I go inward. And I don't need anybody that's going to make me do that. I don't want to be in a situation with somebody that's that's unhealthy in that way, with providing that for me. Um i feel like when people say they have bad sex there's two people involved in that situation baby um i'm just saying no shots fired there's two of us having sex i'm not having i've never had bad sex with myself um of course if you're a woman and you've never experienced your body by yourself how can you tell somebody how, how, to, how to experience you?
0: I mean, that that could be respected. That's very well respected.
1: I feel, but I mean, now, if you with a man and you, say, you sit him down, Peter, Paul, Tom, whoever, and be like, listen, this is what I need from you. Now, if that's not being accomplished, just be like, I'm just going to be by myself because I might have to cheat. And if that's not where you are, and I feel like...
0: You know what somebody told me this week? What? They said, as you're under the the um, subject of cheating, they said to me, "No wonder why men cheat." And I was like, "Why? Because women are out of commission for a quarter of the year because of their period. Three, four days every month. You're out of commission for at least a week of of the month every time you have your period, right? So are you are
1: you kidding? So let 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 me understand this. To the nigga that said the bullshit. Three, four days. Okay, some women have seven. And you feel the need that you're not getting what you need in three, four days? How many days are in a month, my guy? That is selfish behavior. And (laughs) that is a way.
0: No, that's that's, no. No, that's somebody being honest.
1: That's not honesty. And I don't think... Listen. You can't blame somebody for something they cannot control. There's some women that have IUDs that don't see a period. There's ways you could do that. But why are you blaming somebody for something they cannot control? There is no girl on this planet except a girl that's having a pregnancy scare that say, please, Miss Period, come on me, please. Because it's always when you set an appointment and you know it's about to go down. She's like, stop, bitch. You tried it. No girl wants that. No girl wants it. And I can name a couple girls that that has happened to and they get so upset. They all I've gotten like that, and I was reduced to tears. <laughs> I cried because this was a setup. My body was like, not today.
0: But I mean, I listen, I could fuck with it because of the fact that if, if you're a person who's a sexual being not being able to fulfill that. It could be a mind fuck it could really mess you up mentally, so i i mean of course i I don't think the person's going to cheat because of that, but it's just uh you know how you you say extremes when you're in the moment, and I think that's what it was. it was like a an extreme in the moment kind of conversation like. Damn, this is what I'm trying to do right now. And now you're pissing me off because this is happening. And that's why the fuck such and such happens.
1: And, okay, so it's a reason women cheat when y'all come up short. Who can we blame for you coming up short? And then we're like, wow. I just opened my legs for Mr. Tinky Winky.
0: But that's not somebody in a full-on relationship.
1: But what if you are? What if you are in a relationship with somebody? And then that one night, there's an off night, his back hurts. Niggas back always hurting. For what? Nigga, where do you work? They back always hurting. Suppose women just... Suppose women were as impulsive as men were. Suppose that happened. Oh, it's football season. I'm about to go watch the game. Okay. I'm gonna go date me a nigga that don't even like football. Look at that. (laughs) Yeah, because he out of commission for like three months. Three months out of the year because of football. Exactly. I'm going to go deal with a nigga that likes tennis because you're trash right now. Suppose women did stuff like that. That's not an excuse to cheat. You saying that in the heat of the moment, fuck around. I might say something in the heat of the moment, be like, I know what you're talking about because I'm about to cheat because you're trash.
0: And <laughs> hey, get up and walk away.
1: <laughs> he going to wanna fight.
0: Anyway. um. Oh, where's the... That's the same card, man. Okay, my bad. Oh, okay, so the next card. I, I, I don't know why I can't read. Bae tells you that if he or she had met their new coworker before you, they'd be in a relationship with them instead. What you doing?
1: I'm going to punch that nigga in his face. <laughs> Touche! I'm going to punch him dead in his face Touché. and tell him, go date your new girlfriend then.
0: Touche. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would, I would hit him. There's no discussion.
1: Yeah. I would, I wouldn't even, it's not even, I feel like when someone say the bullshit to you, even if you're a nonviolent person, you're going to be like, nigga, what? And, yeah, that's it. Go date your new girlfriend. I'm not mad that you felt like you found the one in somebody else, but the way you told me was wrong. You could have just said, listen, what we got going on isn't working. We need to... We need to break up. But you're going to tell me, oh, if I would have met old girl before you, we would have been dating.
0: Yeah, I would hit him. Nah, you need to be caught. Like, I mean, when he say it, I would stop for a second. I wouldn't even think about it. No, I wouldn't think about whether or not I'm going to hit him. I would make sure he said what he said. Like, I would process it in my brain and fully, like... I try to see if there's any word I could have misconstrued, and the minute I've come up with the realization that no word could have been misunderstood in what he said, I am swinging on him.
1: I'm gonna kick him in his nuts.
0: I will. I will hit him. I'm gonna
1: okay. kick. He better hold.
0: You you know he, they got some men that just they just they try brave. you. They brave. They try you it's and they brave. say the most disrespectful shit. Be like. Even the dudes that
1: come home be like, oh, I have a work wife. Nigga, you about... She, she coming to the funeral? What is that? That is disrespectful to me. And work husbands. That's disrespectful. Don't tell me no shit like that. I don't give a shit how secure our relationship is. That shouldn't come out your mouth.
0: I saw a post. I think Kev on stage was talking about a man who posted something. He had, He took a picture with his wife. And he posted that she's not pretty... But She's loyal She's this She's that Yeah and he posted that On Al Gore's internet
1: She should have Whooped his ass And divorced him
0: I would have beat The bricks off of him
1: And when he called the police And the police Can be like This is the shit This man is putting up on,
0: on- That's what they say and, and they do it to like And to me It's a mind fuck It's emotional abuse You're telling me I'm coming up short That's what you're doing I'm letting you know right
1: now. If I end up being with one of y'all brothers or cousins, and they say no bullshit like that, understand, you gonna have to visit that nigga in ICU. That's it. That is bullshit. You don't. Can you imagine? If she posts a picture. Yo, his dick is small, but he gets paid a lot. How would he feel? How would that's the thing. Fail?
0: That's the thing. Women will never do that. They won't because they understand how bruised a man's ego can be. But men are so... Especially men who are with black women. That's something I wanted us to address while we were talking about, you know, the movement. Which is still a movement. I have to keep reminding people. This shit ain't over. This shit ain't over. Unless we can get basic human rights... This shit is not over. But anywho, I digress. I think we as black women have gotten the title of being strong. And because we've gotten that title, we've been abused because we're seen as strong. We're violated continuous times because we're seen as strong. And it's not right.
1: It's not. And I feel black like men our are mental out there, I,
0: health is at risk. Yeah. We are-
1: as much as we talk about black men seeking help, we need to also make sure black women are getting, we're getting that help because um, it's hard to look at the internet and see that oh he's dating this type of woman because because of you and then when you, when you look at it all the qualities that he's listing you. You admire those qualities. You like strong. And they use these negative words and make and pervert and they use our positive words, pervert them into negative words that makes us look down on ourselves. And to me, I'm just like, it's time for women, black women, especially women of color, women that are being oppressed, to start putting themselves first. It is not selfish, it is the right thing to do. It's mm-hmm. time for us as a woman, black women. To put ourselves first, because only when we put ourselves first and we take care of our mental, we will be good for our children and for our family
0: and for the men that we're with, and and they need to. Just because it's, we're strong doesn't mean you should abuse us. It does. That does is that's not what that means. It's kind of like the equivalent of you know. Just because the sign on the outside of the room says it can hold 5,000 people doesn't mean you try to squeeze 5,000 in there. You know, we're seen as strong and they abuse the our so-called, you know, strength. And they're emotionally abusive. They say these things with no coof and it's like, oh, she's going to get over it. And that's not okay. It's not. Because- it's not okay to diminish who someone is. We sit down and we're to make them feel less than where you say these things to a
1: woman, and oh, she'll be fine, yeah, she'll laugh it off and she'll bottle that. And then what you end up having is a volcano or landslide in action Mm -hmm. because the day her cup overflows will be the day everybody's shocked. And, and then they look at you
0: like you're crazy Like yo all he said was Oh my goodness that skirt Like it's, it's riding up your leg That was and That was the one tip that made my yeah. flow. And it, granted All this
1: aggression may not be May not be something you deserve But you added to it mm-hmm. And you didn't have to And that's what a lot of people need to understand A lot of the things that you're saying to people You need to rethink them Do I have to say what I'm saying? And if the answer is somewhat of a no, shut your ass up. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. it. We can't, you cannot keep on going on and on and trying to diminish people. There was a a doctor that said that, oh, this is something they do in medical school where they ask, do you think black people feel the same pain as white people? And majority of them said, no, black people don't feel pain. And that is a lie. Mm -hmm. We just don't
0: complain about the pain. Because we're seen as, Oh, but not just, me, not yeah. no more. I complain about everything. Everything is a problem. I'm, I'm ready you. to pull on Wasn't my it two full years on Karen.
1: Two years ago, I had a kidney stone. I don't even know if it was hurting me so much. The lady said, from one to 10, what is the pain? I said, 50. <laughs> <laughs> she looked at me, my brother in law looked at me. I was like, yes. <laughs> okay, let me go get you some morphine. Yes, bitch. Go get it, please. <laughs>
0: Shit,
1: I am dying. This is death. Like, I don't care. If someone And then this is also a thing. I know in a lot of black homes, communities, we're told to not speak our mind and not because we don't want to be seen as rude or aggressive. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. If you say
0: some ill shit to me, understand mm-hmm. some more ill shit is going to go down. And that's the thing. And you know what's crazy? I'm I'm forced to remember the fact that There are people out there that they try to encourage you to speak your mind. They try to encourage you to tell people how it is and don't let nobody talk to you any kind of way. And the minute you use that advice, but it's used against them, it's like, oh my God, why are you talking to me this way? Why are you doing such and such? Because you're doing the same fuck shit that Becky Sue was doing when you was telling me I should put Becky Sue in her place. Shut the fuck up. And I think that's what it is,
1: like, people... And then you also have those people that they claim they're building you up, but yet still, they still kind of hold on to you because, you know, you can't talk to me like this. You can't do... No, baby. If I do something to you, say something to me because I will continue. I'm not stopping. Mm -hmm. So you have to stop people. And that's it. Like, we need to, as a people, need to understand a lot of the things that escape our mouths... Could have not been said and saved
0: your ass the cussing out that you got. And I also think that this comment, like that, oh, I would have been with my coworker if I had met her before our relationship, is a way of him baiting you too.
1: Oh, yeah. I I tell you all
0: the time, bitch, I'm a fish.
1: Don't bait me because I'm jumping on a hook. Hook and line now, and look, sinker. Now look, you in the ICU. Yeah. Your mama crying.
0: Yeah, they they do that. They do that just to see how you're going to react. It is. I tell people all the time, don't test me because I am prepared to fail. I will fail on purpose every single time. Don't this ever test me. This fish will come me. out
1: this water and start flapping don't test around. Me. Don't Because I'll do know you're testing me and I will fail on purpose. I hate that. I hate when people bait you. Have an honest conversation. Don't bait me into saying no bullshit because I, my mouth is set. It's two sets. And you're going to get your feelings Personal, heard. It's like, Renee that behaves Renee that be with the shits. And I am always ready to be with the shits. I be with the shits a thousand percent of the time. I'll be at work on the shits. What are we doing? Hello. <laughs> like, I'm I'm ready. And I think that card right there, it really sparks something in people because even if it's not about your relationship. Because, I know that spark, that was, we shouldn't even say trigger, but I'm triggered by that card. Because even if it's not in your relationship, it's some fuck shit that somebody you worked with said to you. Mm -hmm. Like, being a black girl or being from a different country people say a little sly shit to you like mm-hmm. oh do they do this bitch the fuck are you doing yeah that is inappropriate yeah it's, it's a baiting tactic it's it is ba- very yeah
0: it is <clears throat> it's a baiting tactic and, see, I I, I, know, and this the, on the surface this card appears like fun and games when you dig deeper you realize that this is somebody that's Baiting someone. Exactly. They're trying to get a reaction. And they and you have made him comfortable enough to feel like he can say these things to you.
1: Yep. They went to the tackle shop and they looking for the best bait. Baby, I don't care what kind of bait it is. I will jump on it. Understand that. You will not. And then that type of shit is disrespectful. Respectful, you don't disrespect for me is something once it happens, you stop it immediately. Because when you don't, it will continue and continue
0: to the that point where they never do stop. things
1: that is just so, and then they're like, What's the problem? I've done this before. Mm-hmm. No, cut that shit short. Mm-hmm. Be like, listen, play with your mama. Don't play with me. <laughs> try Jesus. Try Jesus. Please don't try me. <laughs> Cause I will fight. (laughs) Like it's legit. That song. I swear. That song. I just that little meme that that guy's doing. Um, I heard it yesterday, and I swear it just keeps on playing in my head. And that's gonna be my mantra. That's my thing. That's my meditation. Mm -hmm. Because these people, the world we're living in now, it's like, please try Jesus. Mm
0: -hmm. Please, Jesus gonna have the yeah. Jesus gonna have the patience. You prepared. Renee going to be with the bullshit. Yeah. That's prepared it. To like, I'm, I'm prepared to destroy your feelings. And my mouth is lethal. And then everybody going
1: to be mad at me. The queen of making everybody uncomfortable. Bitch, no.
0: You upset me. <laughs> Why would you poke? It's like poking up a- yeah. Why are you poking? I just had a situation where it was like, I was poked and poked and poked. And I said some reckless shit, but I was upset. You poked me. You bothered me, you upset my spirit,
1: and I think that's that's what people don't understand. It's like the poke, poke, poke. You've been doing this a lot, and I just keep on side eyeing you. I haven't opened my mouth, but then you poked one more time, and I was like, "Okay, okay bitch," <laughs> and that's this you what what we grow. doing. This what we doing. Oh, we playing games. Yes, come let me let me let me let me defeat your ass real quick. And, so, and it's always the people. That their feelings and their tears are behind blinks. Oh, my gosh.
0: Everything they just be just sitting right at the tip of their eye. They be ready to cry. The but they big eye, and bold. They're
1: like, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? Are you upset? Yes, bitch. I am mad. The th
0: <laughs> Next card. Next, yeah, next card. So this is the last card. It says you have two love interests. One is rich but is extremely cheap. The other is in debt but lives extremely lavish. Which one are you most likely to choose?
1: The cheap rich man. I'm sorry. You can't be in debt and keep up. Who going to help you with these bills? Hop Who that (laughs) means? I'm not helping you. I am not helping you with your debt. Live within your means. Sometimes live a little bit under your means
0: just so you can have the money you need. This pro- this card is so tricky, and I don't know how to answer this card. It's so tricky. It's so tricky because it's like, of course you don't want nobody being dumb with their money. You don't want nobody being, yeah, you know, careless with cheap? their money. What is but cheap? But again, that's where the problem lies. What is cheap? Because if you're with somebody who's extremely wealthy... But they're insisting, and y'all both make good money. They're insisting you live in a tiny ass project apartment. No, bitch. You know what I'm That's saying, not cheap. Just to keep money in <laughs> he the bank. Be
1: nonexistent. No, we not doing that.
0: You y'all can't go on no trips. Ain't no family vacations. <laughs> you know you can't even buy. I'm thinking you can't. You can only buy the Walmart brand ketchup. No Heinz. Yes. What if a guy is cheap like that? What do you so that this card, I'm not even going to fuck with this card. I don't even know why I picked this card. I'm not going to fuck with it. But then
1: again, you have the They could guys, throw
0: both of them away. You know what I mean? We all know that
1: person. That person may not be in our friend circle, but we all know that person that they live way above their means. Like, girl, you are living on the floor of somebody else's house. How you bought that new wig? How are you leasing a car? What are you doing? But, and I feel like we're doing extremes because I feel like somebody rich and cheap is like, we rich, but bitch, we shopping at Target. Exactly. You know what I mean? We're not going to go to Macy's to buy clothes or we're not going to go to Bergdorf's. So that's the cheap I can manage. Not, no, we rich and we live in the projects. No. He rich and living the projects. I'm not living. Okay,
0: so what? What if he's rich and he tell you, no, you you can't be buying stuff on Amazon.
1: That's where we got to end our marriage. <laughs> that man is probably good for me, but the relationship <laughs> me and Amazon, got.
0: <laughs> baby, <laughs> he's getting in the way. He's getting in the way. I just I I throw both of them away. I can't I can't pick between the two because both of them are bullshit. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like you should live lavishly, but you do need to enjoy your life. You need to live comfortably. And, and enjoying your life sometimes takes money. Like, today I'm looking, I'm like, you know, I want to go to Hawaii once school is done. I want to be able to go on a really nice trip and enjoy myself. And I'm thinking to myself, once I buy these tickets and I pay for the Airbnb, I'm going to be looking at my bank account like, bitch, How? How are we going to do Christmas? Because I'm trying to do it right before Christmas.
1: But then again, I feel like if we But go I want to wanna Hawaii, do it. I feel like we should go to Hawaii. But I feel like we should try to do this after the pandemic. Because
0: American... after the pandemic, the tickets are going to be too high. Listen, listen.
1: Americans can't fly to Europe. Florida can't fly to nobody's state. <laughs> but the, that's the sad part. But but Orbitz is
0: letting me look it up. Oh yeah, we are gonna have to, have to quarantine, quarantine when we when get, we get there. there.
1: Yeah. So that's something we have to think about. We should probably do like a road trip. That's probably the best. And it sucks, yeah. But if we fly, we're gonna have to quarantine. And then we might meet a Karen that don't want to wear a mask, and the airline's gonna have to put me in jail because I'm gonna knock her out and tell them just put it on her watch. Just tell them she sleep. We just gonna have to sleep that bitch, cause I'm, another thing i'm so upset about why the fuck y'all going outside of these people's house and not putting on a mask what is wrong with y'all why does it hurt so much because
0: they can't breathe
1: yeah these are same you know what there's some grown they, adults the, the same that people to this.
0: that couldn't understand all these black people screaming they can't breathe when they were about to take their I'm last about to breath say
1: something. see that's too much we give them too much sense that they don't have. It's the same one of them that want to be choked that talk about they can't breathe. You know how to breathe other times. I, and that's where we're going to have to stop this card right now. Shots fired? Shots. And, oh, no. Not, <laughs> no. Oh,
0: because I, I felt triggered. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I felt triggered. I don't know. I mean, that kind of, like, triggered me. But, okay, so, yeah, we're done with the cards. That was fun. I, w- I think we should do that more often. Go Definitely. and explore these these cards and see what they're talking about. So the topic tonight is, um, one of our listeners sent the question, if you are in a very healthy dating relationship, should you rush to get married? And I added to that question If you don't rush to get married, how long is too long to wait to get married? Um, Now, I'm going to let you answer that, and then I'm going to tell you some of the feedback I got when I put it out there to people. Okay.
1: Um, Like I've said numerous of times, um, or like I heard Andrew Cowell say it, numeral of times. (sighs) Somebody need to help that man.
0: Um, Who's Andrew Cowell?
1: The one that said, I'm not gay no more. Oh, I'm delivered. I'm
0: delivered. Yeah. Okay.
1: He says numerals of times. Um, I feel like that's a conversation. You, and it's a conversation you should have early on in your relationship. Whether or not marriage is the end goal. Even if you're not... Even if it's, this is not the person you're going to get married to. But you're dating them for a year, two years. What is the conversation? Y'all, and then, this is it. I feel like... That's a conversation you have early on before you even move in with somebody. I'm very adamant on not moving in either. But I feel like this is a conversation that should be had before you move in. Before you, when you get serious. Before you take the steps to he got a draw and you got a, a toothbrush at his house. It's just a it's a serious conversation. But I also feel like having someone live in your home splitting your bills is also a serious conversation as well i don't believe in that split and shit you move in my house i don't know what the hell the light bill is so you better off staying at your house homie um but like i said that conversation should be had when do you get serious six eight a year have that conversation when you feel like this girl is the girl you want to be with or this boy is the boy you want to be with for the next two to three years Not for a lifetime, but if this is the person you see yourself being with for the next two to three years, then yes, have that conversation. Because it's not like you're like, oh, well, I want to get married and you're getting married tomorrow. That's how adults have conversations. So Even if you want to do a timeline of things. But I feel like that conversation should be had earlier. Now, the second part of that question was, and if you do decide to get married, how long should you wait? like i said if y'all are already living together and y'all have been dating for two years you've been engaged i feel like a year engagement is enough if you've been dating for two years you're engaged you now you're his fiance for a year you get married on the three-year mark Mm -hmm. i don't believe in those 15-year engagements girl who is this man what child is this (laughs) i think that's too much
0: Okay, so I'm going to tell you what my viewpoint is, and then I'm going to tell you what I heard from other people. As far as, they are very healthy dating relationships, and I believe it all boils down to people being on the same page. I agree with you that the conversations have to happen early on, but both parties have to be on the same page as to what it is they want. It can't be a one-side situation. And sometimes it could be one-sided and the person doesn't even know that it's one-sided. And what I mean by that is sometimes a man could be with a woman and he's with her for like six years. And after hearing him say multiple times, you know, we don't need to get married, we're happy, you know, we don't need no piece of paper. She starts to adopt the same attitude towards marriage. But... Deep down, she's settling for a situation. Mm-hmm. She's not fully content with just dating this man. Just being his girlfriend. She wants to get married. She wants a fairy tale wedding. She wants all of those things. But she's just trying to like maintain... Because they're happy, she just doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. I don't think there are a lot of women out there... That don't envision that for themselves. Like... I mean, it has to take you going through something traumatic related to marriage for you to say, you know what? I don't want to get married. I'm not saying that those women don't exist. There mm-hmm. are some women out there that they don't want it at all from the time they're born, even though their parents are happily married and they're surrounded by, by um, beautiful marriages and all of that. There are some women out there that still don't feel like they should share their life with other people. Just like there are some women out there that don't want to ever have children. Mm -hmm. They have no interest in having children. It's not for them. It's just So I'm not going to say indefinitely that all women want to get married. But at the end of the day, I believe a good percentage of women grow up envisioning what their wedding day to be. What they want their wedding day to be. What they want their marriage to look like. You know, a good amount of women picture themselves in that white dress and doing the tun tun ta tun They all, yeah, they all picture that. You know, I remember growing up and, you know, having the, the flower, the mango leaves. When I was in St. Lucia, you gather all the mango leaves into like a little bouquet. And you walk and you act like you're getting married. Or don't let me run into one of my grandma hibiscus flowers and break it off the branch and have her cut my tail But it's because I had that little hibiscus flower, I'm practicing, you know. But I mean, all women envision that in their mind of someday getting married. So a lot of times I feel like they're accepting whatever it is that man is dishing out because they've learned that in order to secure their happiness, they have to give up some things. And that's what they're doing. So I believe it's most important that both parties are on the same page Mm -hmm. as to how long they should wait. For me, I don't see why somebody who's dating somebody seriously for two years doesn't know whether or not. Because that's what it boils down to. Do you know if you want to spend the rest of your life with this person? And if after two years you're still confused, you need to not be with this person.
1: Exactly. I feel like <clears throat> in a situation, if you're having a conversation two years in, you've already lost time. I feel like that conversation, if I can see myself with you in the next year, we need to start your dating unnecessarily. If that's the case, that shouldn't be your boyfriend. You should be dating multiple people. I feel like once you've locked a person in, like, yo, this is the girl, I like her. Or this is, the guy, uh, this is the guy, I like him. It's time to have serious conversation. I feel like people will rather have unprotected sex that is more dangerous than having a conversation when someone might say something that does not align with what you want from and your life. You'd and it's crazy you say that dangerous. because
0: the, the issue of unprotected sex brings even more risk and And a bigger possibility of being attached to that person for the rest of your life exactly, and you're willing to take that risk with that person, but you're not willing to take the risk of being married when you it, it's safer to get married than it is to have unprotected sex. Let's say the best possible scenario in the unprotected sex comes out, which means you, you get pregnant as a woman. You're connected to this man. Until one of y'all die. Until one of y'all die. Well not 18. one of the three of y'all.
1: It's crazy. If people feel like, oh, well, we're gonna we're gonna be connected until your child is eighteen. Nah. No. You're because connected
0: until one of the At three my y'all die. age, if I were to pass away, my parents are my next of kin. And my child is my next of kin. When it comes to people who are planning the funeral, my parents are gonna have to come together and plan my funeral arrangements, God forbid. You understand? So they'll still be connected. They'll have to be connected. Exactly. And people are willing to take that risk to be connected to that person long term, but not take... When you get married, all you got to do is go to the court and say, you know what? This is not working. I don't want to be with this person. I think it's time for me to walk away.
1: But like my, good, my definition of a good parenting, when you're having unprotected sex and someone's getting um, pregnant, you have to understand this is your child for life. Until you die. Mm -hmm. Even if you and the mama or the daddy does not get along. That baby right there. That's you. That is always going to be you. But in a situation. I find it crazy. People will actually move in together. I've done it. And looking from hindsight is the best sight. You understand what I'm saying? Like I've done it. Move in with somebody. Living together. Boyfriend girlfriend situation. Without having that conversation. And then when having that conversation and understanding that your timeline does not align with mine. Now, how we look at the relationship that we've had with that person, whether it be good or bad, now you're looking at it as wasted time. Mm. In all reality, you've wasted your own time for not having that conversation early on. And it's for honest conversations. Like. Before you move into somebody's house, I feel like even spending the night, I feel like that's such a commitment because you know, once you spend the night with somebody, you're now comfortable and you go two nights, three nights, four nights. No, that's what it is. And you realize that, oh, I'm at this man's house more than I'm at my own house or he's at my house more than he's at his own house. That's how you know we're now serious. And Mm -hmm. that conversation needs to be had. I'm not saying you should get married in six months of dating somebody because that's not realistic. Even though there's some people that do it and they end up lasting forever. Mm -hmm. But this is it. Having that conversation does not hurt anybody. All you're going to find out, the person you're dating is not at the same place in this book of life. They're not in the same chapter as you. And that is okay. Mm -hmm. They may fill out all the... All the unnecessary, oh, they look good, they take care of their body, they do da da da, they, they don't have no big mamas, blah, blah, blah. They may fill all of those blanks, but the most important blanks, they're not filling out. And that's what we need to look at in our lives. We need to start filling out the most important um, blanks. Because all that other shit, y'all can work towards that.
0: Uh, so there are a few things that came up when I reached out to other people to discuss it. One person said to me that we need to be careful as women to rush men into marriage because some men may not be prepared to be husbands. They may not be, they haven't gotten, the way she put it is that they need to get all the whoring out of their system. And if you rush them to get married, they may not have gotten all the whoring out of their system. Like, they need, there are certain things they need to do before they they choose to get married. And I heard that again today because I spoke to my coworkers about it today. And again, it was said that some men, they get into marriages because they feel like, you know, that's what their partner wants and they're not prepared for marriage. They're not mentally and emotionally prepared for it. I don't, not necessarily the whoring part, but other aspects of it. I understand that.
1: But I feel like if you're in a relationship with somebody, and you cannot tell them. Listen, I am not mentally prepared. You're not mentally prepared to be in that relationship, period. And it's and if you're with somebody that does not make you feel comfortable enough to come to you, how would you feel if you're with a guy for X amount of years and he could never tell you like, "Yo, I'm not comfortable with myself right now. Like, there's a lot of insecurities that I have, and you're and you're feeding them. I feel like." Once we address that situation on why someone's not comfortable to tell you that, then you have nowhere to go. You're stuck wherever you chose to stop. I feel like honest conversations need to be had. And I feel so like what, a lot what more is this, this... excuses are given to men than they are given to mm-hmm. women. Because growing up, we are, we are basically trained. I don't give a shit. Black, white, Hispanic, whoever... We are wives. We are mothers. This is what we're bred for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: While boys are in the Caribbean, you know that. Boys are not bred the same way. Yeah. Boys are coddled. Mm-hmm. Because once you leave one house, you're going to another house to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. And it's time for mothers to start raising their sons as independent individuals.
0: They I think as as mothers, as you know, even with my brother and, you know, with my cousins and all the young males in my life, I try to preach to them that one day you're going to be somebody's father. You're going to be somebody's husband. And I think as as the people, the older women in their lives, that's how we should raise them. Mm -hmm. We should raise them and keep in mind that we're raising somebody's father. We're raising somebody's husband. And we need to prepare them to step into that role because a lot of men are... Way beyond the age of understanding. And they're not prepared for those roles. They're doing everything that appears like they're prepared, but they're not. Um, another person brought up to me that... Uh, how How did he say it? He said that women need to be more assertive. They need to push for... What they want. uh, They've adopted this attitude of Ruth in the Bible. Where she waited for Boaz. She waited forever until he showed up. As opposed to seeking out somebody. And trying to fill those gaps in her life that was missing. So as women he's basically saying. We need to see what we want. And push to get it. And not wait for the man to be the one to propose. And start a family. and, And do all of that. But the funny thing about this is that. Someone else sent me a picture of a woman down on one knee proposing. And I talked to males about this. I said to them, if a girl proposed, what would you do? And they both said, I would walk the fuck away. I would walk away from her. I would look at her like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing? Yo, get up. Why are you doing that stupid shit? They would not be for it. It
1: is a double-bladed sword. Like, it's swinging on both sides. We could either be... And I feel like what he's trying to say... And this is all about learning how to use the English language correctly. Being assertive. Knowing what you want. And going after it. Is understanding that... Is telling that man... You don't make enough money. You need to go out. You need to get another job. You need to take care of yourself. You need to brush your hair. You need to brush your teeth. You need to bathe. You need to do this. Please, I hope God, y'all, when y'all find these men, they already know how to do all of that. But... Telling a man that you are interested in, there's nothing wrong with building somebody. Not for me. Not me. But if you want him and he needs to be a certain type of way and it's going to better him, I see nothing wrong with being aggressive in that sense. As far as the, you can't start a family without a man. I don't understand how, unless you're going to go to the sperm bank and get it like that, then you are openly okay with raising your child by yourself. Then yes, go for that. But then these men want women that are independent, submissive, go out and make her own money, still got to ask him for stuff. You can't have it both ways. You cannot. You either want a woman that's going to assert dominance and say, listen, I'm not going to be your girlfriend for another year. Mm -hmm. So you could propose now or I could leave. They want that. Or they want the girl that's going to sit down and be patient and be
0: like, oh, we've been dating And for it's seven. confusing. Exactly. It's we've confusing. They leave, you, they leave you day. not knowing what the hell to do. Um, another thing I realized after talking to males about this discussion is that a lot of them, when the roles are reversed and you ask them, yo, if you're dating a girl, you, you date her. Because they say four years. That's the least I heard that they'd be ready to propose after four years. Why it takes so long, I don't know. But you're already living in her house, though. Probably. So they say four years. And they say four years or whatever. That's the least I heard. So I said, okay, so after the four years, or somebody else said eight years, you get down on one knee, you propose to this girl, you say, do you want to marry me? And or will you marry me or whatever? And she says no. What's your next move? Or she says, you know, I'm not ready for marriage. Are you willing to wait for her? And they all said, No, I'm not waiting. I'm leaving ASAP. Matter of fact, no. One of them said, If if she tells me no in the moment, yeah, I'm leaving. But if we we're able to get engaged and she says, you know, I'm not ready to get married right now. I don't mind being engaged to her for another year or so and waiting till she's ready for the full commitment. But the other two said, no, I'm walking. As soon as I ask, if you say no, I'm done. One actually told me that you need to be ready when I'm ready. If you're not ready when I'm ready, then we we don't got nothing to talk about. We have to be careful as women not to give men graces that they don't give to us.
1: If you propose to me after four years and I tell you I'm not ready and you leave me, that's fine. Don't leave shit in here. Don't call my phone because I feel like that's a person that was never deserving of your time nor of your mental health. That to me is... Because if you're dating somebody, like I said, and you had the conversation six months, hey, in the next two years, do you see yourself with me? Yes, I see myself with you. Now, I, you propose to me and I'll tell you, we could be engaged, but I'm not ready to be married. And his conversation is, well, I'm leaving today. I'm going to be like, don't forget your ring. Because the, I feel like the conversation should be, why? What is holding you back? And if I say to him, I don't think I am mentally there, his next thing should be, do you need therapy? Do we need to go to therapy? Do you need therapy by yourself? Do I need to go to therapy by myself? Something needs to do where it benefits two people. Mm-hmm. But just to up and leave, don't forget your ring, homie. And that's where I stand with that.
0: Yeah, so I think, I think we've discussed every facet of that topic. Um I mean of course there's things that are much deeper than what we see, but I do I think we, we are in agreement that if you're not prepared to be in a relationship where you see a commitment, it's okay if you're dating here and there, but once you decide to let somebody feel like you're serious, you need to be serious.
1: Exactly. And Don't not hold play anybody's games. child hostage.
0: Exactly. There may be
1: somebody out there that is ready for them Mm -hmm. and they are ready for that person.
0: Yeah, so. Don't be selfish. And women, don't waste your time. I've seen it time and time again a woman is with a man 10, 20, 25 years and she finally decides to leave. And then in six months, he proposes to another woman. And that shit, like, it's heart-wrenching. It would be. That you've spent all your time with this man just to see him give it all to everybody else. Exactly. So don't, don't be a victim to that. Don't waste your time doing that. Anyway, guys, uh, we've reached the end of tonight's conversation. Finally. Fifth time trying to record this conversation. Yeah, but we've reached the end, and um, we'll talk to you guys another time. Let us know what you think. Bye.
1: Bye. Make good choices.